Hello, Dave. Ralph, hello. Top of the Thursday to you, sir. Yeah, you too, buddy. Um, it's a very special evening. Hey. A very special it evening. It is a very special evening. You know why. I know it's, why. Do you know uh, why? Trips right with Ralph, Dave, and Eddie. And Eddie. We have one of our favorite... Oh, you know, we are, we're a little delayed here. I'm going to be honest about it. So we're going to see if we can, I'll, I'll try to be patient because it's not lining up, but that's all right. Uh, Eddie is one of our favorite commissioners, Dave. Yes. And, uh, this guy runs a tight ship. Now, when we were trying to get him to come on the show, um, I, uh, I said that we were going to try, we, he'd be on commission impossible before he knew it. We don't have that kind of pull. That was all talk. Not yet. Um, so that was that was that was a lie. But he came on anyway, and so we're happy to have him. So Eddie, welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, Glad to be. Eddie is a, a Devi connoisseur, and we're very excited to hear some analysis. But but uh, Eddie, first we want to hear about uh, your history with fantasy. Tell us about your history, your experience. Um, let's hear where you're coming from. First, yeah. we want to give a shout out to Eddie's girlfriend for oh. letting him on the podcast. That's the that's the big thing right true. there. So thank you, Eddie's girlfriend. That Absolutely. was great of her to share you for however long we get. She's yet. quite a lady. She's hovering over me right now, so I think she <laughs> she got the message loud and clear. Awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, so I got to preface everything, I guess, by saying that uh, I am in no way uh, an expert, uh, a Debbie expert. I'm just some guy. Uh, who really likes it and looks at numbers and watches film and, you know, geeks out. So um, nothing I say is, is expert opinion by any, uh, any stretch, but, uh, but yeah, I've been playing fantasy football since I was 14. So 16 years, uh, mostly redraft up until about uh, three, four years ago, started doing some dynasty leagues and just got into Debbie a few years ago as well. And um, have a knack for building some young teams, uh, <laughs> My uh, greatest moment in fantasy football has to be uh, the year that I traded for Zeke in 2017, I believe, is the suspension season. Uh, got him for dirt cheap. Uh, he ended up playing most of the year, except for those six games. Came back for the championship year or championship week. Ended up winning uh, my home league that year for the first time, which was which was pretty important. So, uh, other than that, my best Debbie hit so far up to this point probably the day one regger. Uh, there's a video out there somewhere of me on draft night losing my mind uh, when he went in the first round. I'm pretty happy about nice. that. That's awesome. Uh, we we that's don't get awesome. we haven't had that experience yet. We're too new to it, so we we don't know who's going to hit. But I can't wait to fall in love with some brand new guys. Yes, sir. I can I can imagine that um, one of beer bad has always said that you know you have so much more investment. I thought we had investment just with dynasty. Well bump it up a little bit and it's going to be taken up a notch. So, so here's what I, so I said to Eddie, I said, Hey, would you be willing to analyze my Debbie picks? Let me know how I did. 
Um, and that became analyze Dave and my Debbie picks because we could talk about it on the show. And then I saw what Eddie was willing to do for us. And this is a thorough, thorough analysis. Um, I, I can't, Im- I, I can imagine you're going to be getting requests from, from other guys in these leagues because, um, not that you would be willing to always put this much time in, but this is, uh, sorted by draft class, by position, and the comments are very thorough. This um, is, Eddie, this is legit. This is, uh, this is awesome stuff. You say we you're really not an expert. It. Maybe you just, maybe you just have the time. You commit the time is what it comes down to. It's the passion. Yeah, yeah, you can get- you can get anything right if you put in the work. Right. So, what was your what was your strategy going into this? How much, if, how much of this? I got to know how much of this is just knowledge off the top of your head because you do so much research on your own leading up to your own stuff. And how much of this did you have to dive into? Because I mean, I'm looking at things here like, like right off the bat, I took Najee Harris at four six, and in the comments. Only knock here. Why pass on Rondale Moore? I had no idea that I skipped Rondale Moore to take Najee Harris, and I at this point I don't know why I did it. But I mean, that's just I mean you had to go back and look a certain amount to know those kinds of positioning in the draft. So what was your strategy going in here? Yeah, so a lot of a lot of the guys like the top guys uh, in the in each of the three upcoming draft classes uh, were pretty easy to rattle off from the top of my head, right? Um, you know, your, your guys like the top picks here, you know, for Dave, George Pickens was an easy one. Uh, McDonough was easy as well. Brevin Jordan. A lot of these picks were, were easy at the top of my head to, to talk about. But, uh, obviously, I had a cross-reference with the draft uh, because a lot of evaluating, a lot of uh, what what comes into evaluating these picks uh, is where they're taken in relation to people, right? So, like, Rondell Moore is somebody who could be a, a generational talent at wide receiver, I believe. Uh and they have a much longer shelf life than running backs uh, once they hit the NFL. Uh, running backs are just getting away their first contract. So, you know, that was kind of the analysis for, for passing on Rondale there. But uh, in terms for in terms of uh, approaching this draft uh, and how to an- analyze it for everybody, I used uh, a combination of, of, you know, referencing 247, which I've perused quite a bit anyway, um, and uh, Debbie Watch, the, the Debbie Watch guy that comes out every year has a, a lot of quality information um, and pretty good rankings as well. Yeah, I uh, I mean, it, the, the strategy, I mean, Dave and I talked about this. Dave, have we talked twice about this draft or was it just once? It went fairly fast for how deep it was. We, we've talked twice about it now, yeah. Because, I, I mean, what we said, I mean, the t- title of last week's episode was Draft strategy? Nope. Thunderdome. You know, it's gone because you go in thinking you have a plan and then here we are. And, you know, for me with the Najee Harris pick, it was, boy, I feel like I better get like I wasn't getting any running back, any NFL running backs. Not that I ever take NFL. You know, I never take running backs in a startup. But I was like, well, I know Najee Harris is at the top. He'll be coming in next year, blah, blah, blah. And so I jumped on it. But it's it's like you there's a certain amount of panic, even though you know, I mean, I had my list I was going off of and I had, you know, I know where I'm referencing to check things before I make a pick. And I, I know my NFL guys really well, but um, the strategy kind of goes out the board pretty quick and you start to think, what is it this position I'm missing? Am I not getting enough NFL guys? So 
for me, there was a certain amount of panic. I don't, I don't know. And, and, you know, Eddie, you can also talk about your own, how your own drafting went for this as well. I mean, we don't have to focus on just Dave and my teams because um, you obviously have been, have been doing the we Debbie do part a little longer. Time. What's that, Dave? Yeah. I'm saying we do that all the time. We focus on our teams all the time. So it's good to hear a, a different perspective um, one that's not named Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his perspective. Unfortunately, is unfortunately, this is one of the teams that I would love to not talk about because I kind of messed up my draft strategy here, but I'll pull it back up. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. My strategy I, in this was to go young. Okay. Go ahead, Ralph. I, oh, I was going to say, yeah, we're not lining up, but I was just going to say, like, yeah, what was your strategy going in? And then how did you adjust? What did you not like about it? My strategy going in was was to try, as it usually is in most Debbie leagues, was to try to load up on the most Debbie prospects on anybody to build a consistent pipeline coming in uh, for the next few classes, right? Load up on rookies, uh, maybe some sophomores, uh, but really focus heavy on those prime Debbie assets who have the highest probability of, of turning into a first or second round NFL draft pick, which is really where the money is. Um, so that was my strategy going in. Uh, what I underestimated was how how everybody in the draft would just jump on the Debbie picks. Uh, that came out of nowhere, too. really. Uh, you know, we had Trevor Lawrence going at one nine. Uh, so I kind of panicked and went yeah. for Fields at one eleven. I'm happy with it uh, still, but uh, really wish I would have prioritized like a like a Tua. Or a Burrow or somebody like that uh, in one of my first rounds, uh, and then just settled in on some of like the uh, the, the less sexy uh, prospects at the QB position. You know, like the, the later years, maybe like a Sam Howell or a Jaden Daniels, who I did end up getting later anyway. Uh, really approached the quarterback situation poorly. I ended up taking Garden Minshew, excuse me, Gardner Minshew, and uh, Jordan of back-to-back picks in the 11th and 12th because I panicked because they were all off the board. All the good Debbie QBs were gone. So I was like, well, I need some QBs. I should have just ate it and, you know, passed on the first few years and pressed my luck. But, uh, you know, despite that happening, I still think it turned out pretty well. And I, and I, uh, I was play. I won my second round. My plan was Kittle first. And then that second round, I was going to take Lawrence. That was my plan. I had no idea if I wanted Lawrence or Fields, it would have had to be at 1-7, which is insane to me. But the other thing we should mention is that this is really, this is taking it up a notch because you are starting, your your college players are getting you points. So the fact that you're not waiting a year for Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, that's your quarterback for this year for the college half of your roster, makes a big difference. And there was talk in the chat that um, in this format, those guys were going to be first round picks. I hadn't, but... In, I had no experience with this. I hadn't even thought about it. I thought second round, meh, for sure. Um, and it turned out you had to be real aggressive. But it sounds like you were just as surprised, because I was surprised that the Devies were going where they, how much they were. Um, and the NFL talent was falling ridiculously. But I felt like I didn't want to miss out on the co- college talent to take the it was a, It was like a weird feeling of the talent dropping, but I, but I didn't want to miss out on the, on the Debbie guys. Yeah. You don't, you know, in a league like this, I've never done a league like this before. It kind of came to me one day, you know, we were playing in a, like you mentioned last week, we were doing a, 
for Canada to do a, a deeper Debbie league and it kind of manifested itself into this out of nowhere. Uh, so I didn't really know how to expect this to go, uh, like you said, either. But, yeah, the NFL NFL talent fallen. Uh, but to me, I had the same mindset you did. I, I wanted to make sure that I had a consistent pipeline of guys coming up uh, with everybody trying to soak up the next three years of, of prospects. Uh, especially with that NCAA scoring component, you know. Yep. Uh, really thought that was still the still the strategy, but there were guys that you could get pretty late that are going to be good producers in the NFL for the next few years too, which was interesting. Definitely. So, uh, so Dave, how did you feel about uh, how did you feel about the grades? Your grading that uh, you looked over um, uh, coming from Eddie. How did you uh, how did you feel when you looked over that? You know, I honestly thought it was pretty fair. I thought uh, he was going to be a little bit harsher on some of my picks, um, <laughs> especially with my my back-to-back tight end picks in 19 and 20 at the turn that I had, and then realizing that uh, we don't have to start tight ends. So that um, that was great. So I thought, uh, I mean, they did. you did do a, a split grade on him, which is understandable. You know, I took Ruckert and Kohler. They both got a B plus and a C minus. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm still blown away. I'm reading through the stuff that he's putting in the notes here, and it's stuff that I had no idea about this player. Well, so I'm actually learning about my players as I go through the grades. Me too. So it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, I uh, I was the same way, and and I was realizing how unprepared I was for this deep of a Debbie. You know, I know I know the names and I know the list I'm going off of, but some of the intricacies you don't really um you know, you don't really think about. Like I just like a good example is at the very end of the draft for my last Debbie pick, and I knew it was going to be my last Debbie pick, um, because uh well they had run out. There were only what was it, two hundred Four, was it 240 Debbie players drafted, I think. Um, and so I knew I had the last one or the second to last one. So I'm trying to find a guy to take as a really late flyer. And I'm looking through, I'm looking at wide receivers, and I see this Johnny Wilson for Arizona State. And I'm like, holy mackerel, this guy's 6'6". And then I started watching a couple of his, of his uh, high school senior season clips, and I'm like... Oh man. And then I started reading about him and they're talking about how he's, you know, he's got the the hands and the jump balls and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh man, see, if I had been dedicating the time that I should have, I feel like I could have been finding guys like this all along. Because when I, I felt good about that pick, I texted Kurt about that pick. I'm like, Kurt, do you see this wide receiver that I just drafted? He's six six at Arizona State. I'm so excited. And then I see the grade, and it's an A plus, and I'm like, "Oh, I was right to be excited about that one. That feels good." Um, but I just had no idea. I just, I just had no. It, I just my my knowledge isn't deep enough, and my research wasn't deep enough. I was figuring it out as I went. Is what it comes down to. So, um, Eddie, would you be willing to comment? on maybe a couple of my best picks and a couple of my worst picks, and then the same for Dave. 
If you if you weren't here, we would just be reading through all your comments, but you're here, so we may as well take advantage of having you here. Sure. And you're not you're not hurt our feelings either, so don't worry about that. I mean I'm a this little is, I'm uh, a little this is how we're gonna learn to I'm a little sensitive, but I've I had a good cry a couple days ago. We have to postpone my wedding, so um, I'm I'm all cried out. So I think I'll be okay for this. Well, nobody got worse than a C plus or a C minus, excuse me. So uh, you can't be too hurt. That's just slightly worse than average. So. <laughs> yeah, but it was a Buckeye. A Buckeye got a C minus. So when Ralph saw his grade, when Ralph saw his grade for the first time, I told him that uh, I was like, well, C's average. You got a B, B plus. Why well, wouldn't be way better than average? <laughs> got to respect that. Uh, a couple of picks were way better than average. We can go by those. I won't. I won't really rattle off like the top, the top guys because they're easier to sure. they're easier to pick, right? Um, you know, Justin Ross was a great pick where you got him fourteenth heavy overall. Uh, Garrett Wilson could be the top receiver in his class. That was a great. Great pick, Debbie, the 40th Debbie overall. Uh, he should be a great producer uh, at the Khalif level as well. Um, but diving a little bit deeper later on, um, uh, uh, I thought Tyrion Davis Price was a great pick. Uh, running back from LSU, picked at 154 on Debbie. He's a 29 of seven in the startup. Um, with 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 uh, Edwards Hilaire leaving, uh, there's there's a lot of opportunity for for Davis Price and for Emory. Uh, Emory really hasn't hasn't shown out the way that uh, his props are such a heralded recruit. I still have him in a couple weeks. Still think he might pan out, uh, but I think that's just a great pick there. I think it'll be uh, because it's it's late enough where um, really low investment. Uh, you're going to be getting uh, you're going to be getting. Good scoring uh, in, in a great offense uh, for a couple of years, uh, you know. There, so I think uh, I think uh, that was a great pick, and cool. uh, I'm sure that uh, that Ralph does as well. Uh, another one, Ralph. Let me try to find another one here. I mean, Johnny Wilson. Obviously, I'm in love. Well, yeah. You stole the Johnny Wilson one from me. That was a that was an A plus. Uh, like Ralph mentioned earlier, uh, when you're when you're drafting that late, you want to find somebody that has massive upside there. That's the kind of guy that I want to have. Um, and this dude is going to be a massive target for Jaden Daniels, uh, who's one of the, the you know, up and coming QBs right now, uh, who will at least be there for another two years. Arizona State had pretty good recruiting class uh, at the wide receiver position. Uh, but he should be able to stand out uh, just due to his physical physical attributes. So uh, I think that's a great pick that late too. Cool. Um, the one pick I'll knock will be Trey Sermon. I just I don't buy into it. Um, you know, Rouse a Rouse a Buckeyes fan, so yeah. I, I understand it a little bit more. Uh, but but just at that level. Uh, you know, he was losing, he was losing touches with Kennedy Brooks before his injury. Uh, now he's going to compete with Master Teague, uh, who uh, I know Ralph is a little, a little down on, um, but that was the deduction, uh, in the, in um, the NCAA portion of this, this league. Uh, and then from like, from an NFL perspective, um, there's just already, when I, when I approach Debbie prospects, um, in terms of how they're going to be at the NFL level, uh, I'm willing to take a chance on guys who are maybe a little bit younger, 
uh, still have that potential to be a first or second round pick, maybe even a third pick, right? Just go in the first two days, as to, as opposed to somebody who I know, uh, you know, is, is one or two years from getting in the NFL, and um, the, the the group around them, the group of players around them, is more clear of who's going to go at the top of those draft classes, and you know that that guy's not going to be up there. You know, his draft capital is going to be low. Uh, that's the kind of pick that I try to win. So, uh, that'd be my one knock for you there, Ralph. Yeah, no, that's fair. And with the, with Trey Sermon, you know, I I've watched it's it's I watched um, Master Teague, and I just I, I wasn't impressed one second of watching him play whenever he got in the games. And you know, I watch a lot of Buckeye football, but also I have the same opinion about Trey Sermon that I had about Johnny Manziel when he was drafted by the by the Browns. If he goes off on my team and I don't have him, I'm going to be real depressed. So I want to make sure that that next Buckeye running back that I've got him and I and I probably reached, but I didn't want to miss out on him because uh, I felt like I I had before. So um, we'll see what happens. You uh, you've certainly delved more more deeply than I have, but um, I appreciate the analysis. So my overall grade was a B B plus. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm okay. Um, how about Dave's squad? I haven't looked at Dave's in detail yet, so I'm excited to do that. So Dave has a lighter Debbie squad than Ralph by six. Um, and he made significantly less of an early investment in in Debbie picks, which uh, you know, he still got he still got some top guys uh, in some later classes. Uh, but that could potentially hurt him from a from a pipeline perspective. Uh, this is so deep. But uh, started out with, with Jamie Newman, George Pickens, uh, Gata, uh and then DJ Williams for his first five picks. Um, all all of the top three, you know, are pretty uh, standard uh, top Debbie assets. You know, guys that will carry good value through this season, uh, and, and some of the guys like Pickens. I will carry him uh, even further in the, in the MTAA format, uh, and then on as well. Uh, then you got into some guys like like Trey Knox, who uh, had the highest dominator rating uh, of any wide receiver last year. Uh, he's next to next to Traylon Burks, but uh, uh, I uh, I think they both could produce. So that, that was another good pick there, Dave. Um, there were a couple other. 2023 20, receivers at that spot that I might have taken a chance over over with Knox, uh, just because of uh, the clear competition uh, around him at the top of that class right now. But he's a guy too that's a, a good bet to break out because he already has to continue to, to produce uh, at, at Arkansas. And then uh, you know if he gets some early draft capital, then he's money. But uh, but that's that's the question mark, of course. Uh, the two picks. Here at the uh, the tight end picks, let's talk about those, Dave. Uh, the tight end turn. <laughs> so as Dave mentioned, didn't know you needed to start a tight end uh, at the time at the NCAA level until I told you. Uh, but uh, but Ralph, or, but uh, sorry, but uh, Kohler and Rucker are great picks. Those are great guys. Um, if only you could use their production. Uh, at this level, uh, you know, relative to some of the other guys that are going to be pitching twice as many passes as them, uh, you know, having 
one and a half times as many yards and, and score more touchdowns. So uh, they're still good picks. They're both guys that could develop in, into uh, into good NFL prospects. Uh, both of them could could um, serve themselves better if they waited until 2022 to declare because cracking that top three is going to be pretty tough uh, with Brevin Jordan, Kyle Pitts, and, and Pat Friermuth. Uh, so I rated those a B-plus and a C-minus. Uh, One's a one's a B plus, one's a C minus because he could have probably gone a different direction there. Sure. Um, but but both were still good picks, and, and you know they could pan out to be all right. Um, one later pick I really liked, Dave, was uh, Jordan Whittington, thirty one twelve in the startup. Debbie one seven seven. He's a five star guy who uh, has been battling injury. Uh, he'll have a lot of competition. At running back and wide receiver, he's a guy who started out at running back, uh, switched to wide receiver, is going to most mostly play there. Uh, he's got a lot of talented guys around him who have you know two Debbie guys who went before him in the draft at uh, wide receiver position. Uh, but he's got a lot of talent, and he's the kind of weapon that the NFL's uh, starting to utilize more these days. So that was a that was an A pick in the thirty first round of the draft. So well done there. And I think it was at that pick too where um, I had tried to draft somebody else, but he was already taken. <laughs> and then I said, oh, well, okay, I'll go Jordan Whittington then. And I think it was you that said, no, 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 you can have the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch on that, that that's that what happened. Me. I was definitely <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, so, so that, that that pick stung a little bit, uh, giving it an A after the fact as well. Cause from me, but, but it was well-deserved. Right? <laughs> so ultimately, uh, um, Dave ends up with a BB plus as well. Tied. Yes. Couldn't pick a winner. Tied. Our feelings were spared or hurt. Depends how you look at it. <laughs> uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Well... We really appreciate you going through all of this, Eddie. This was way more work than we could have ever asked for. It's certainly more than I expected when I asked you to let me know how I did. But um, goodness gracious, it's uh, I feel like um, the knowledge base. I mean, I feel like our uh, our knowledge base and experience just from this conversation is uh, is taken up a notch. So we really appreciate this. Yeah, appreciate you guys uh, having me on and. And I appreciate Definitely. you guys being looking forward to a, to a super fun year and a hopefully super fun, unique league moving forward for many years to come. Definitely. I love the format with so many flexes. It just gives, it gave a lot of different opportunities for how you could build your team. You, nobody was uh, locked into a corner. So it was really a lot, very open-ended. I like that. Yeah, that's the league I'm really excited about too. I, I told a few people and they uh they thought it was pretty awesome too. So I think it's a genius idea. And uh this is the actual last new league that I've joined. I'm done after this. So this will be a, a perfect end to uh all my new league. So this was I appreciate the invite on this one. Until the next unique league is brought up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, super excited to have you guys in the league. All right, well, let's uh, 
Eddie, are you uh, going to no, take I'm off? Done. Oh, sorry. I, I'm done. No more. <laughs> Eddie, are you going to take off and give your lady some attention since you gave us so much time? Oh, we might be frozen. We might be frozen. And uh, Yeah, she's earned it. Thanks for having ah, me on, guys. We right. appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you so much. Dave, let's take a break, and we will come back uh, shortly, all right? <laughs> Sometimes I just can't help myself, Dave. <laughs> Ralph, if I wake up in the morning and I'm singing that song, you are in big trouble. This sir. is the thing about Aqua. You know very well you're going to wake up singing that song, and it's not even a question. Here's the other thing about Aqua. Do you know any other songs they sing? My sister <laughs> bought the album when we were when we were kids, and I feel like I have heard the others, but could I name them for you now? No. I'm guessing they're probably not a thing anymore, too. So, well, no. They're probably a one, maybe two to three hit wonder. I'm going to go with one. Maybe one. Um, so, once again, thank you to Roman Gettys, a.k.a. Eddie, for coming on. That was really awesome. That guy has so much college prospect knowledge, it's insane. And for only doing it for a short amount of time that he has been um i mean that's even that's even better like he said he was doing redraft mostly and then he got into this he's kind of him and kurt are kind of the same way i was thinking the exact same thing where where you talk to him and you would think that their knowledge base goes back years and years and years and years right but it doesn't but hey good for him man he's he's got a lot going on um, and thank you to his lady for giving him the, giving him the time, even though he's visiting her. So yes. Awesome stuff. Um, awesome stuff. Dave, uh, there was a trade we wanted to talk about quick, right? I've, I've actually, I've got some, <laughs> I've got kind of a fun trade situation to talk about as well, but why don't you talk about the one that won a beer bad, um, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk disparagingly. Why don't you uh, share the trade that went down? Um, so just you want to let me talk disparagingly? I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the uh, disparaging one. I'm the disparager. So this is in our uh, 18 team. It's a deep, deep one. Uh, PPR league. Um, there. Uh, yesterday, uh, want a beer bad said. Uh, to uh, Christian to see that we got a Christian Christian's in, if you've been listening before. Uh, counter sent, and I didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden, yesterday my phone starts blowing up with all these uh, best deal ever. That's what I was thinking, and that's not fair. Good God. And some <laughs> expletives were shared as well. And, and then I look up to see, and I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> Why can't I ever get grades like this? I know, right? Oh, and I have, but 
I mean, still, you always feel like you miss, um, like you weren't the cool kid at the back of the bus when you are in this trade conversation. And so here's a trade that went down. And I'll give it up to Wanted Beer Bad because he did acquire some first run picks. So he did acquire some ammunition to go after uh, this trade. That's true. And, and I did say also that if this was the counter, I really wanted to see what the original draws of it because <laughs> here's the deal. So um, Christian Crimson, um, he gets a 2021st. And I don't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't break it down in here. But one of these is mine. The the twenty twenty first. The second twenty twenty first is mine. The pick number five, and then pick thirteen, and then twenty twenty third, and then twenty twenty. So two first this year, third this year, and one first next year. For Michael Thomas. But wait. There's more. <laughs> that would be enough. That would be enough just for Michael Thomas. But let's keep going. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. But there's more. I mean, that could be enough for those two. There's more. Demo Samuel, then Dawson Knox. I just want that to 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 send for everybody listening. And Dave, two twenty twenty first, twenty twenty one first. 2020 for Michael Thomas, hands down, Brindig, touchdown, Teddy Bridgewater, Debo Samuel, Dawson Knox. Yeah, that's that's a ridiculous. I mean, to acquire Michael Thomas alone should have taken that amount of picks, but to get Debo and Knox and Bridgewater on top of it is a lot um so yeah it was i mean we kind of all gave him a hard time um just wow you fleeced him you know those kind of comments but uh goodness gracious is what i would say and the best part was no uh no talk from either one of those after this so um no gold no Defending it, uh, it's radio silence from those students. So we have no idea because uh, I still know, but that's just made up in people's business. So, <laughs> um, good for those who just want a beer bad, obviously. And Christian McClinton is building for the future, so good job for both. Dave, uh, I'm gonna switch, try switching to a different internet really quick and see if this helps because you are cutting out something horrible. Technology is not our friend today. Check one, check two. Hello. Okay. Is that, is that you trying to be funny? (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to actually figure out if it's working and you're not cooperating. this is this is really bad okay well we're gonna we're gonna keep going and just see if this see if this works um dave i am in a uh 
Uh, I am in a uh, Dynasty Six Teamer. <laughs> and it's six teams, and I only joined it because... Um, I only joined it because I needed a draft at this point last year. But it's six teams, so obviously everybody's teams are crazy stacked. And you said six, not sixteen. I'm said just six. So okay. two starting lineup is two quarterback, three running back, four wide receiver, two tight end, four flex, and then a super deep bench and a taxi squad. So everybody's stacked. All right. So the draft happened, and. Obviously, this draft was, you know, it's a snake, but it's only 16, or it's not a snake. It's a linear draft, but it's only 16, so everybody's going to be, you know, going to be stacked. So, I end up, just to give you an example, in this draft, I wanted J.K. Dobbins, and he got taken right before my 1-5 pick, and I needed running back. So, I traded Devin Singletary and Keenan Allen straight up for J.K. Dobbins. (laughs) <laughs> in the draft. Nice. So so I took Dobbins, Lamb, Judy, and then I got Tua, and then I got Gibson, and then I got McFarland, I got Moss, I got Darrington Evans, I got Jordan Love. Okay. So the reason I bring this league up, this tiny, tiny little league, is because I have a guy that is constantly sending me what seems like the same trade offer over and over and over and over again. So what I can what I can try to figure out is that he really wants Hopkins and the rookie running backs. He wants Hopkins, he wants Moss, he wants McFarland. Okay. So he keeps sending me very similar offers. Like, he's sending me Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, and Montgomery for Hopkins, Mostert, Moss, and McFarland. Well, I traded away Keenan Allen plus to get Dobbins, so clearly I don't want Keenan Allen. And I don't right. like and I don't like Evans right now, and I don't like, you know, Montgomery is meh. But, so it's just not going to... And then here's, here's the next one he sent. He sent Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, and Derrick Henry for... Hopkins, David Johnson, uh, Moster, Jonu Smith, Moss, McFarland. It's these gigantic deals with lots of players. But everybody's teams are so stacked, why would anybody accept a deal that they weren't a huge fan of? Yeah, he wants it sounds like he wants to do a blockbuster trade in a blockbuster league and it's not gonna happen. And I and I, admittedly, I'm not sending him any counters because I just don't understand the point. Like, my team is great. I took second place last year. This is one of the leagues I made it to the championship and didn't win, embarrassingly enough. But I just don't know. I don't know what the point is. So it's just kind of funny because he keeps sending me these deals. I keep declining them, and they just keep coming. He's relentless. The champion, by the way, has Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. That's who he's starting. So obviously that helped his situation. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, anyway, so I just thought that was kind of funny. Uh, do we have Do we have any rookie drafts to talk about that you and I were in together? I don't recall. 
No, not since our last podcast, but we do have one coming up in two days. We got the big boy. We have we Frozen. That's the one where we own, you You and I each own five first round picks. Yes, we do. And you're a t- an up and coming team building with youth, and I'm the defending champ who traded away pieces to get those picks. It's very interesting, the dynamics. Yeah. Um, did we talk, let's see, I, I feel like I have interesting rookie drafts we could talk about. Let's see. Um, you want to go through results of just one rookie draft quick, and then we'll play some games? Let's do it. Because I've got one that just finished. It was an orphan that I took over for Kurt. Kurt, Kurt was being the commissioner. Um uh, Kurt was commissioner, and he because the commissioner quit, so he took over because he had to. Um, okay. And so he had an orphan, and I took over the orphan. Basically, the orphan had George Kittle and Mark Andrews, and that was all I needed. I that was enough for me to say awesome. Um, and it and it and it had quarterbacks, so that was good. Um, so. Uh, let's see. I would love to, okay. So let me go through, if you're, if you're up for it, I'll go through the trades I've made since taking over this team. And then I'll let you know how the draft found, uh, draft happened. You ready for it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, um, let's see. That was okay. So I was trying this team had Elliot and Chubb and I was really trying to turn Elliot and Chubb into something. Um, let's see. All right. So, oh, sorry. Wow. This is well planned. Do, 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 I don't recall which of these. Uh, wait for it. Okay, ready. All right. So, go. so the first pick that I made coming in uh, was that I I wanted picks. So this part of the problem with this orphan was that. Um, thank you for your patience. One of the problems with this orphan was that there were no first, second, or third round picks in 2020 or 2021 that is a rough situation so i knew i wanted picks so i'm looking at kenny galladay on this team and i'm thinking i can turn kenny galladay into some picks so i traded kenny galladay and robbie anderson who i have no interest in for 111 and 112 and akeem butler Figuring that 111 and 112 would be wide receivers that I like more than those guys. And I could start to build up some youth. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. I applaud that one. Thank you. Um, Although it looked lopsided. I mean, you know, it was accepted immediately. There was no negotiation. So it looked lopsided initially. Um, Then let's see. That one was, uh, I put that one out. I put that one out. That one was rejected. That one was rejected. Okay, next that one that was accepted. I was trying to turn Zeke and Chubb into something. Nobody was buying. Nobody would give up first-round picks plus for these superstar running backs, which is how I do things, as you know. So I thought, all right, I'm going to go after Mahomes. 
And we went back and forth a couple of times. When I first asked for Mahomes, the night that I took over this team, his requests were ridiculous. Well, I loosened a little bit. I gave up Zeke and Nick Chubb for Mahomes, Jordan Howard, and Jeff Wilson Jr. I figured that it was worth it to get Mahomes. Mahomes is more valuable than those running backs who will be out of the league in a few years. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. So then, uh, let's see. So then, do, 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 do. So then I traded Gardner Minshew. So I did have Josh Allen, Gardner Minshew, and Stafford. I traded Gardner Minshew for a third since I now had Mahomes. So I could spare Minshew, got a third, which would be another dart throw. Then the morning of the rookie draft... I'm putting out Kenyon Drake for a first. Uh, as you know, I don't like running backs. I'll, I'll deal with running backs later, right? right? So I put out Kenyon Drake for a first, and the guy who had 1-7 comes to me and says, I'll do that. So I acquired 1-7, and Kurt was, be- Kurt was beside himself. He's like, you just turned Drake in a 1-7. Oh, my God. Ba 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 You know. You know. So then we get to the rookie draft. Let's see. We'll go through results of this rookie draft. All right, you ready for this? Let's hear it. 1-1, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. 1-2, Jonathan Taylor. 1-3, Joe Burrow. One. F- I'm sorry, is this Superflex? It is Superflex. It is Superflex. And um, I was trying to trade for all of these picks at various times um, with to no avail, mainly right. because I wanted J.K. Dobbins, um, but I wasn't getting a lot of uh, bites. So then the one, the one four, one five, and one six were all the same guy. He traded for three in a row, um, and that was the guy I was trying to get one of those picks for Dobbins because Kurt said this guy has taken Dobbins in previous rookie drafts that he's been in with him. He took Swift. Dobbins, and Tua. Okay. So at 1-7, I took CeeDee Lamb. So I'm thinking Kenyon Drake for CeeDee Lamb. I'll take that because CeeDee Lamb is going to have a much longer shelf life. I like it. One, uh, let's see, there's so many trades. I'm having a hard time seeing what number. 1-8, Justin Herbert. 1-9, Cam Akers. 1-10, Jalen Rager. So then at 1-11 and 1-12, I end up with Jerry Judy and Justin Jefferson. Wow. Yeah. Lamb, Jefferson, Judy. Well, now my wide receiver room is fixed, in my opinion. Yeah, you are. That's Uh, great. Thank you. Um, Round two, Henry Ruggs, T. Higgins, Keyshawn Vaughn, Michael Pittman, Denzel Mims, Brandon Ayuk, LaVisca Chenault, Jordan Love to Kurt, (laughs) quarterback hoarder. Of course. Uh, Brian Edwards, Anthony McFarland, and then at 211, I have the Swiss Army Knife, Antonio Gibson, fall right in my lap, and I'm feeling very happy about that. Nice. Thank you. Um, And then at the end of the second round, A.J. Dillon. Okay. 3-1, Chase Claypool. 3-2, Zach Moss. So Kurt ends up with Jordan Love and Zach Moss, and he did not have any first-round picks. That's a pretty good consolation prize. You bet. 
3-3, Darrington Evans. 3-4, Joshua Kelly. 3-5, Devin Duvernay. And then I took DJ Dallas at 3-6. Uh, I felt very, very good about that. And the guy uh, who took Devin Duvernay had the pick right after me, too. So he was he thought DJ Dallas would be the guy that would last. He took Duvernay instead. I said, he's available if you want for this pick plus. He's like, man, and he was weird about trading for it. So then he took Jalen Hurts, which is who I would have considered at 3-7. 3-8, Van Jefferson. 3-9, Eno Benjamin. 3-10, Donovan Peoples-Jones. At 3-11, I took Adam Troutman um, to build up the youth at tight end. Sure. Uh, I've got the, the two superstars, but I wanted to get some young guys coming up. 312 was Jacob Eason. So then in the fourth, I was trying to get some trades going. I wanted to trade Perryman for a fourth. I wanted to trade Larry Fitzgerald for a fourth. I wanted to trade John Brown for a fourth. Guys that are not that have no long-term place on my team. I wanted to get some young some young studs. So at 4-1, KJ Hamler. 4-2, Devin Asiasi. 4-3, Anton- Antonio Gandy-Golden. And then I traded John Brown for the 4-4 and took Cole Komet. So I'm, sure. very, I'm very happy coming out with Troutman and Komet. 4-5, yeah. um, Tyler Johnson. 4-6, Albert O. 4-7, LaMichael Pirine. I traded Perryman for the next pick that I took K.J. Hill. I did okay. not take K.J. Hill in the second round. I made sure to wait until the fourth to take him. Um, and then Raymond. Of you. Nicely done. Yeah, and then Raymond Calise, and then Quentin Cephas, and then I took Isaiah Coulter for Houston at 4-11, um, right before Lynn Bowden was the last pick. Uh, Coulter is a guy I don't have yet, but I think he could work his way up in Houston pretty quick. I like it. Thank you. So, in a lot of ways, I thought it was a pretty standard rookie draft. Um, I it gosh, it seems like taking two quarterbacks in a row at one and two is just not the norm, man. Are you sure you don't want to reconsider that before Saturday? I haven't considered anything yet. I've considered, <laughs> I've considered everything. Keeping it close to the chest. I respect that. I respect that. I mean, I've I've done mocks in my head where I go, you know. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and, and uh, Taylor at one two. <laughs> I'm serious, and seeing how that looks on my team because I have, I sit at work, and all I do is like, here's my starting roster in Frozen, and here's what it would look like if I went running back, running back. You know here's what it would look like if I went uh, Burrow and Taylor. Here's what it looked like if I went Burrow and CEH. Here's if I went Burrow and Tua. It's like, I still don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I mean, that's the way you should be doing it. That's what I do. But for me, it's playing defense. So for me, it's what would I do if you take the two quarterbacks? What would you do if, what would I do if you take Burrow and Taylor? What would, you know, et cetera. Um, But it's just funny the situation that I'm in because my whole situation with the first round picks is that plugging in the rookie running backs that is my plan for my three p is that i get the rookie running backs and plug them in so i feel like if you go to quarterback 
it is putting me in a very solid place to try to repeat. Yeah. However, if you go two running back, I don't know what that looks like for your team, but for my team, that would put me in the situation of taking both quarterbacks. And my future's better, but like right away this year won't be quite as good. So it'll just be – it's very interesting to think about. Yeah, but I mean if I go to if I go to running back, you still have running backs to choose from. So you're gonna be okay. I just could you, imagine if, could you imagine if running back went the first five picks <laughs> and Burrow went at six? Oh my gosh, Mike would be doing jumping jacks. That'd be nuts. Well if if we well, okay, but that would but that would never happen though, because if you took two running backs, I would never go three running backs because I have no interest in Acres at all. Yeah. So I, that would that would never happen. But man, Mike would be. Mike's not going to get either of the two quarterbacks, so it doesn't really matter how we look at it. Yeah. Because if you skipped both, I would take both. So. Right. Um, Dave, you want to play some games? You want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? Anybody want to play not? Um, what, uh, I, I feel like you put more planning into your game than I did. I didn't really, but a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, I want to, I want to hear your game first. <laughs> All right. Well, my game, I mean, it's pretty simple. You know, we have... We've got rookie drafts all over the place. So we're in rookie draft mode. Right. And you just don't know, you know, how these young kids are going to produce. You sure. don't know what they're going to do in their rookie year. Sure. Um, so what I did is I went back the last five drafts and I picked one player from each draft and I have what their stats are. And I have what their initials are. Some are going to be pretty easy. Okay. Um, I've got their initials too. So we'll call it a, a rookie initial stat game. And then you can guess who that player is. So you're going to give me stats and the initials? Yeah. And it's the stats from their rookie year? Yes. And are you telling me the year? Probably not. Yeah. Oh. I'm telling you the Okay, this is fun. Oh, you're good. Okay. And by the way, the yeah. internet's going a little bit better now, so. Oh, good. Good, good. Yeah, you're freezing less, which is nice. Yeah, that is nice. And I even have where they were drafted, but that may give a couple of them away. So I don't know if we're going to do that. I mean, we'll see how much in help I need. In a pinch, we'll see. Okay. Um, so I've got years 2019, 2018, 17, 16, and 15. Okay. Last five Okay. Okay. Um, do you want to start 15 or 19? Do you have a preference? You want to go with the ones more fresh in your head or you want to go all the way back? Let's, let's go more recent first. Okay. All right. Um, so this is a wide receiver. Okay. Um, and he played 14 games last year. All right. He caught 46 balls. He had 584 yards, and he had seven touchdowns. No. Do you want to guess off of that, or do you want to? Well, no. I mean, I I think I need the initials. I think with the initials, I'll get them. I don't know who I. 
Initials are MB. This is going to be so embarrassing because these guys should be like, these guys should be like right in my head, right? MB went to college at Oklahoma. He was picked 25th overall in 2019. He's a wide receiver. This is so embarrassing. It's it's oh man, it's gonna be right. M B. I could give you one more hint, but that would give it away. Well, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be for the sake of the listeners. If I don't have it in the first ten seconds, we need to just probably yeah. move on. What team? He, he has a he has a famous cousin. Oh, Marquise Brown. Yes. All right, got it. Yeah. All right, so I'm over one. All right, that's okay. Um, this one may be a little tougher. Um, <laughs> Gosh. This is from 2018, a running back. I'll give you the initials and then I'll give you the stats so you can think about it. Okay. Okay. Initials are NH. I, I already have it. Games. I already have it. Naheem Hines. Yeah. What he was played it? all 16 games. 314 yards rushing with two touchdowns, 63 receptions. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's 425 yards. That's a pretty solid rookie year with 63 receptions. Yeah, dude, I love Naheem Hines. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I mean, I th- and I think he's still going to have the same role with Taylor. I don't think Taylor's a three-down back. I don't think he can catch I, the ball. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, number 2017, uh, is it's super easy. Um, I don't even know if I want to give you the initials because you'll probably get it right away. It's a wide receiver. Um, went very early. He had 34 receptions, 375 yards. He had no touchdowns in the regular season. His first touchdown was actually in the playoffs. He uh, went to Western Michigan. He was drafted fifth overall. His initials are CD. 2017? Yes. CD? Yes. I drafted him, and I hated myself for it after. (laughs) Oh, isn't it funny how your brain just, like, like I should know all these, right? And after, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Of course I will. Right. I knew Naheem Hines right away. Wait, this is a wide receiver? Wide receiver. Fifth overall? D.D. drafted fifth overall. Water Western Michigan. He was hurt a lot his, his rookie year, and uh, he's never recovered. Ugh, just tell me. Corey Davis. Oh, screw Corey Davis. He's dead to me. Exactly. Gross. He shouldn't even make it into this game. All right, go ahead. It did run so much better. All right, 2016, we have a running back. Um, he was drafted in the third round, 90th overall. Okay. Okay. And to preface, this guy has been a throw-in in a lot of fantasy football trades that I've seen. Okay. Okay. Initials are CP. He only played six games his rookie year. He's been hurt a lot. We'll just say this. The guy's been hurt a lot. He had 172 yards rushing and a touchdown. He had 17 receptions, 
for 208 yards, no touchdowns. He went to Notre Dame. Um, DP. What team? And this is kind of a this is kind of a tricky one. Yeah, what team? He was drafted by the Seahawks. Uh, I hate you, Dave. First name is Calvin, but he doesn't go by Calvin. He goes by initials. <laughs> uh oh, CJ Procise. Yeah. You know what's funny is that's the name I couldn't come up with the name, but that's the guy I was picturing. Yeah. So I wasn't as off on that as it may sound. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of throw-ins with him. You, you know, just take CJ Procise. You know, just to make it even. Just take him. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. All right. Now we have 2015. Okay. Okay. This is actually um, he's a he's a polarizing wide receiver. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Okay. Okay. He Corey Davis. Had, what's that? <laughs> I said Corey Davis. <laughs> no, that was two years later. Oh, okay. He actually had a. <laughs> what, was, he had a what was that? Do you have a wood chipper in your living room? It's okay. I'm a little gassy right now. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our ice machine. Uh, oh. oh, an ice machine. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. All right, Your so- Majesty. He had uh, he was on the all rookie team. This may give it away. I'm not going to say that just yet. I'll see if you struggle. So he played all 16 games. He had 51 receptions, 664 yards, six touchdowns. Wide receiver. Yes, he also had a few special teams touchdowns. What year as was well. this? 2015. His initials are T L. As far down in the outfit as you can go for the second letter. And still making sense. Oh, God. I'm terrible at this game. You know what we should do, Dave, from now on? Is when we have games, we need to have somebody else on so that there can be banter between the people trying to come up with the answer. I like it. Otherwise, it's me talking to myself just being frustrated. All right, give me the team. He was drafted uh, in the third round, fifth pick in the third round, Tyler Lockett. Oh, screw Tyler Lockett. TL. But another one I probably should have known. Yeah. Okay. I, my original plan was to go ten years back, but I figured five was enough. <laughs> well, I just—it's—it's it's funny. It's like when I make trivia for my friends. Is like you have to assume things are harder than they are. Like the initials right. need to be part of it right away, and really, the team should probably be part of it right away, based yeah, well, on how team, I did. The team would give it away, I think. It, well, uh, clearly not. I, I mean, I got Naheem Hines only because I was he's fresh in my mind because he's on my Madden team. So, Okay, makes sense. <laughs> All right, you want to play my game? 
Let's do it. All right. So it's the time of year where there's a lot of players built up that um, on rosters that aren't going to be on those rosters later on. So, he, so here's what we're going to do. I need you to pick an NFL team. Any NFL team you want. Right now? Pick an NFL team. Minnesota Vikings. Oh, yeah, of course. All right. Now, no, okay, pick... I'll, no, I'll do some different team. That was, that was too predictable. I'll do a random team. Let's go with uh, the Raiders. Okay, the Raiders. The Las Vegas – oh, nope. Computers are hard. Okay. Las Vegas Raiders. Now pick a skill position. Uh, we'll go wide receiver. All right. Currently on the Raiders roster, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven wide receivers currently on the Raiders roster. My question for you is how many of those do you think you can name? <laughs> Probably at least four. I, for, I, I think you can for sure get four. Yeah. Of course, if you remember, I thought you would get more of Drew Brees' touchdown targets than you did. So this is one of those things right. where we always got to think it's harder than it actually is. Oh, boy. All right. Well, Renfro. That's one. And Williams. Two. Ruggs. Three. And that's an easy one. Yep. Um, the guy you love, Brian Edwards. That's four. Um, uh, 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 Seth. Is there a Seth? No. Seth, what, what was his name? No, Seth? No, he's not there. Who am I thinking of? Seth? You're thinking of Seth Roberts, I'm assuming. Yeah, Seth, he was there for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, but that's enough. So that's that's four, which is what you predicted you'd get. Now, yeah. there, there are a couple more you probably should get, and then there's some you have no chance on. All right, give me initials. Let's well, do an initial. Okay, well, there's a guy. there was a guy that was drafted this year. Yeah, I couldn't think of the other one. Initials, initials LB. A player without a position. Well, Lynn Bowden. Yep, so that's five. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, let's see, I don't even know. Uh, we've got a guy who came over from the Bills. Speaking of the end of the alphabet. Oh, Zay Jones. Zay Jones. Okay. Uh, and then we have a guy, uh, we have a former USC wide receiver that came over from an NFC East team. He's got the dropsies. And a last name I bet you can't spell. Initials N-A. Oh, Nelson Aguilar. Correct. All right. A-L-G-O-H-L-O-R. So the complete list is Tyra Williams, Nelson Aguilar, Zay Jones, A. Ratliff Williams, whoever that is, Keelan Doss, Hunter Refro, Demornay Pearsonell. That's quite a name. Marcel Aitman. That's that's one you may have caught. And then Lynn Bowden, 
Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs. Okay. What do you think? Kind of a fun game? Yeah. Um, can I give you one of my favorites and then you can pick the next one? Sure. All right. The Kansas City Chiefs currently have one, two, three, four, five, six running backs on roster. Can you name all six? Oh, okay. Well, obviously, CEH. One. Uh, Damon Williams. Two. Darren Williams. Uh, Daryl. Yeah. Daryl Williams. That's three. Okay. Um, McCoy? No, he's he was cut. He was cut? Yep. Oh, God. We got the father of evolution. <laughs> oh, Darwin Thompson. Thank yep. you. And then we've got uh, late season waiver wire stud for the ch- formerly of the of the uh, Raiders. Start uh, initials DW. Washington. Yep, DeAndre Washington still on there. And then the last one is a guy who had potential as a pass catching back. Uh, he's three years into the league, I believe. Pass catching back. He was with the Jets initially. Three, two, one. Drum. Elijah McGuire. Yeah, went to got that one. All right. I uh, want to do a couple more. Yeah, let's do one more. Do you want to pick the team in position or you want me to? You do it. You pick a fun one. How about, hold on a second. <laughs> All right. How about. Uh, how about um, Tampa Bay Buccaneer wide receivers? They, okay. They currently have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten wide receivers on roster. Jesus. Well, I know Tyler Johnson's there. Correct. My guy. I can't believe he's the first one you said, but okay. <laughs> Homer. What can I say? <laughs> yep. Uh, well, Evans. Yep. God, those yep. are the easy ones. Yep. Perryman's not there anymore. Nope. There's two more, two more hanging around. You should know. They're real gym rats, you know. Real hard workers. You know, they really, uh, they they really put their nose to the grindstone. You're sounding like a scout now. They got a lot of Wes Welker kind of qualities. Oh, sure, 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 sure. You know, very uh, uh, very Ed McCaffrey kind of players. That's Wes Welker. Is Wes is, Welker one? No, it's code for white wide receivers, buddy. Yeah, I know. I know what you meant. So one has the initials SM and one has the initials JW. Oh, my God. S M J W. First name Scott. Scotty. Scott M. Scotty Miller. Yeah, I went to got that. And then, how about uh, the guy that everybody was hoping was going to be a good target for uh, for Brady? J W. 
Justin Watson? Correct. Huh. I know. All right, let's see. What would be one more interesting one? I'm trying to think of, like, who has a hodgepodge collection of guys that you wouldn't think would be piled up there. Um, what if we did... How about... Ooh, <laughs> hello there. <laughs> eh, that's not that interesting. Give me, give me a team. 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 Give me a beat. Uh, how about the Colts? All right, let's go to the Colts. Colts, 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 Colts. I can't even find them on the list. All right, Indianapolis Colts. Colts, Colts, Colts. And let's go. Wow. All right, let's go. Colts wide receivers. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 wide receivers on roster. How many can you name? Well, there's T-Y. Correct. That's one. T-Y. Oh, he's doing a T-Y motion with his arms. There's Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, that's two. He was the darling of the draft last year. He sure was. I'm still holding on to him in a couple places. Yep, uh, they drafted one. Michael Pittman. That's three. Um, holy cow. <laughs> it's so easy when you're staring at the list, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a well, there's a guy I traded to your brother-in-law for his remaining uh, fifth through twelfth round picks in this weekend's draft. M- yeah, MJ that. Marcus Johnson. Okay. What about initial ZP? Oh yeah, uh, Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal, correct. Yeah. And then the only other one I feel like you should probably you might know would be a former. Um, a former Arizona Cardinals receiver, CW. Anquan Bolden. <laughs> no. Initial CW. First first name is a country in Africa. Chad. Oh, Josinga. No, just kidding. Chad Walker? Well, Chad Watson, Chad Williams. Williams. Close. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. All right, anyway, so that was my game. Hope you liked it. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Dave, do we have anything else to talk about? I mean, I'm just daydreaming of this draft coming up and what I'm going to be doing. I know. I just I can't think about anything else, to be perfectly honest. It's all I can, it's all I can think about. Um, you remember when we first drafted the, uh, the Frozen team, our initial draft? Yeah. And... We had those guys on the podcast break down our teams. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that was horrible. The, yeah. um Andrew paid paid to have that done. Yeah. And it was some it was some pair of random dudes like us who you could pay them to analyze the teams in your league. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and do that. <laughs> they well, they ranked okay, they ranked me number one. Because they thought T. Hill was Tyreek Hill, and it was actually Taysom Hill. Oh, boy. 
and and I'm sitting here going, okay, well, they also did not go deep at all. So like they only focused on starting lineup and I prioritized quarterback. So my starting lineup wasn't very good initially. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really bad. You want you want to do some you want to do some analysis of our of our competition? That actually, I was thinking about that when I was reading through Eddie's breakdown. I was thinking, I've never had this done before, but any of my picks, and I was like, oh wait, we had that done and and frozen, and that was actually kind of fun to listen to, hearing someone's opinion of our team. Yeah, and we have no idea who that person is. Right. Yeah, it was. Um, I did enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, are you talking about doing that now? Or are you talking do, about doing that moving forward, like after the draft? No, I'm just saying that'd be fun if we could get people to pay us to do it. <laughs> what would be great is if Kurt's team wasn't as good as it was, because I just get scared every time I look at it. Oh, I love Kurt's team. Ugh. From I mean, he his bench could actually beat a lot of teams. Just his bench. Well. I know. <laughs> He's got a great team. Well, it'll be, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. It's definitely exciting. I I don't I don't know if we we could try recording via Zoom. I could just click record on Zoom and then we'd have it and we could see if it's something we could play on here, but I don't know. I don't think that would be as entertaining as it, as it might seem. It would just be me like Acting like I'm wearing a crown, which I'm going to be. Sure. You know. Yeah, I think it, a lot of it's going to be distorted with the people maybe talking at the same time. So it may not be the best to record either. Well, the technology issues. I mean, I feel really bad that Eddie gave us such good content and we were not um, lining up super well. It's it's evened out now a little bit, but... You know, that just means we'll have to have him on another time. That's okay. That's true, and I would like that. He's he's a good dude. So yeah, yeah, that worked out well. Yeah, once in a while you meet a good person on there. Um, and another uh, another thing to think about, Ralph, and uh, talk to your wifey about this, is uh, Minnesota, the governor, is, is lifting the old shelter in place. Um, so we may be doing this next week, possibly in your basement. Yeah, maybe? let's do it. Let's do it. Come over. She's she's already lightened up. She let my my coworker came over for a patio happy hour the other day, so I think she'd be okay with that. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's plan on it, and then maybe our guests may uh, may not be as great of audio, but at least you and I will sound good. <laughs> exactly. That's really all that matters. And honestly, I'm being selfish because I really want to see Kona again. So yeah, that would be what it is. I miss Kona. You want to hear some fun drama from our afternoon? No, this okay. has nothing to do. This has nothing to do with with. Uh, this has nothing to do with football, but it's kind of a fun story. I'm I'm laying outside in the sun, getting my tan on. Right this of afternoon, course. got my work done. I had a staff meeting. It was over, so I got maybe this is too much information. I got all oiled up and I laid in the sun. Right, and I hear I hear screaming from in the house, and I'm assuming it's. Claire yelling at Kona because she's barking and being obnoxious when she's trying to work. Then my phone vibrates and my podcast stops and I and I pick it up and I look at it with the sun, you know, I got the sun in my eyes. I look at it. It's Claire calling me and I pick it up and she goes, a mouse. I said, what? She goes, a mouse in the house. And I go, uh, okay. So I come inside. She goes, there's a mouse. Look, there it is. Look, there it is. And it's like running back and forth, taunting us. Yeah. 
That's what they do. It got behind Kona's kennel, and she goes, look, I see it. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, there it is, right there. So she's shining her flashlight, and between the wall and the kennel, there's the mouse sitting there. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go get the shop vac, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the shop vac to stick to him. And then I'll, if it doesn't kill him, I'll just hurl him outside, whatever. She goes, no, don't hurt him. I said, what are you talking about? Well, you don't need to hurt him. Look, he's not hurting anything. So you watched The Office, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So it was so much like the bat and Kelly Kapoor. Like, don't hurt that little bat, Creed. He's a living creature with feelings and a family. And then it flutters toward her and she goes, ah! Kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. That's exactly what happened. The second that thing sprinted out from behind there, she's she's yelling at me to kill it. So it's in the kitchen, it's behind the fridge, it's behind the... So I set up traps because when I first moved into this house, we had I had mice in the kitchen area. And so I set out traps like on the side of the fridge and on the side of the oven. And for like four or five days straight, I'd get, I'd hear a snap every single day. There'd be a new mouse dead. And then finally it was not an issue anymore. And so I set out all these traps, made sure Kona couldn't get to them. This mouse is like going into the walkthrough bedroom, which is full of all the stuff because the basement's all torn up. And then he runs across side to side in that room and then he runs into the kitchen and i'm cooking dinner tonight and he's two feet away from me he's scampering ahead he is taunting me that's fantastic he's just he is fearless and so i keep telling claire like we're gonna go to bed tonight and Tomorrow morning, we're going to wake up and this guy's going to have his neck snapped because he won't be able to resist six peanut butter mouse traps all, ni- all night long, right? And I know how to set them up because I've done this before. You put two facing each other. So if he hops one, he lands on the other. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but I have this scary feeling that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and we won't have caught him. And he's just, this is how our lives now that he just lives here. You know, what's going to happen is you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and he's going to be on your bed watching you sleep. Gross. <laughs> because they're nocturnal. So, of well, course it's good. well, that's what I'm thinking is that I, during the night, he's going to venture out for that peanut butter and that's going to be the end of it. But I, I hope so because he's been taunting us all day. I mean, how disconcerting is it that I'm making a casserole and he's going back and forth right next to me? Yep. It's ridiculous. That's fantastic. So that's that's my story. I hope you liked it. Yeah, we had to deal with mice too um, this winter, actually. We have an unfinished basement, so that's – they love the unfinished uh, rooms in the house, so that's – it's not fun dealing with that. And then, you know, with me having kids, I got to put these traps where they're not going to get to them. And, uh, and oh, you got, hey, Dad, I found a trap. And you got to buy the expensive ones that the kids can't hurt themselves on. Right. Yeah, because if they put their finger in there, that's that's going to be an ouchie. Yeah, and I, I'm doing all this demolition in the basement, so I'm sure I'm riling everything up. Because as I've been taking out walls down here, I found 
a mouse graveyard in one of these walls, like 15 carcasses. Like it was a nest or something. I don't know what happened, but goodness gracious. So it's it's a little bit of a horror show. Um, I just would like this to be... Oh, and, and speaking of your best friend, Kona, she's no help at all. She She will notice... She will notice a spider across the room above the door and go and bark at it incessantly because it's something out of place. Yeah. But when there was a mammal running across the room, she did not notice at all. All she notices now is the peanut butter traps. <sighs> so, That's fantastic. So anyway, um, we're at 56 minutes, so we should probably wrap this up. Probably cut it, yeah. Um, this was a real quality episode. Thank God Eddie saved us because I feel like we're not on top of our games. Um Dave? Ralph? Uh, I gotta find our ending song. We're gonna have a a fantastic show next week, actually. Breaking down down our draft. I'm excited for Why don't we just, next week, why don't we just make next week Frozen Focused? And let's just analyze everybody's team and what they did in the draft to add to their teams. How about that? I could do that. That'll just be our focus. We love it when we come into a week and we just have it filled with stuff we need to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. All right, brother. Well, we're going to wrap this up. It's time to cue the music for Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I am Dave. And we will see you next week. Wish us luck on Saturday. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a doozy. Running back, running back. I'm going running back, running back. If you let Tua fall to me, I'll be ready with my new Dolphins hat. Ready to go, buddy. Oh, yeah. All right, buddy. I'll see you later. Yeah, you will. If our music plays. Wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, uh, Well, this is is really dynamite. Nope, no music. Yeah, why don't you just sing it for a second while I try to get this going? Because we are not, this is not going well. Go ahead, sing. Can you believe people listen to this? (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is the the worst moment of my life. (laughs) Got it. There we go. All right, buddy. Maya, Mexica. They want to take the